The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. What's going on, guys? Eric Sablon here with Burnt Phone Marketing, and I am super excited today. I have a treat for you today because this lady has come from the network marketing industry. She's been in network marketing for 10 years. She's an entrepreneur. She's been doing some internet marketing, but here's the cool thing. She recently just launched, and how many of you guys out there like struggled, like I wanna build a course? She literally just launched the course, and the cool thing is, is she picked up 3,000 customers in her network marketing business because of this course. So she is the queen of the, cra- queen of the clouds, network marketing professional, Sasha Swift. Please welcome Sasha to the show. Welcome, Sasha. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, we're going to make this real quick and, you know, not real quick, but we're going to dive deep. I just kind of want to ask you a little bit about your backstory, a little bit of 10 years ago, what got you into network marketing and what you've been doing since then. And you said queen of the clouds. So what else do you do? Because that's, you do a really, you have a really cool job job. Yeah. Um, I just, it's fun to be queen of the clouds, I guess. I'm a corporate flight attendant and that's kind of my happy place. Like when I look out the windows, like seeing the clouds, it's just like, that's why I have that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So corporate, so you fly on all of the private jets. Yes. Awesome. I, I think what was cool is that guys, a lot of people saw my uh, Facebook post the other day. It said, I must be interviewing the right people. She put on there, I don't fly I don't fly, I usually don't fly commercial. And I'm like, then I'm interviewing the right people. (laughs) So a little bit about your backstory. I mean, what got you started in network marketing 10 years ago? Um, Well, honestly, I grew up in a household where my mom sold Mary Kay. So I was kind of like exposed to that um, life at a very young age, sitting in the little circles with the, at the time, I thought the old ladies putting on their creams. (laughs) So like, as I got older and it kept being like exposed to me, like I didn't really think twice. I thought that was like kind of a normal thing to look at. So I've tried it all. Like you you hear people say like pills, potions, lotions, everything. I've, I've been involved with at least 10 network marketing companies and, um, didn't really have a lot of success until recently. So I just kept pushing through till I found something that aligned with what I loved. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing that I found. So second generation network marketer guys, I'm telling you, Tony Zalecki said it best. Once you've been bitten by the network marketing bug, you are always looking to find a way to get back into the industry or get back into the profession. And Sasha did it. She started off with Mary Kay, just kind of all over the house and then right into, um, you know, 
different she she was looking for basically what she you know what kind of grabbed her by the heart and said you know this is where we want to go and this is how we want to do it so that's that's an awesome backstory uh, i like it so you just launched a course recently and for two years i had been trying to launch a course and i'm like what do i got to do how do i got to do it and i watched you and i actually kind of modeled you on kind of the things you've done what would be like first off what was the hardest thing that you felt with the course and then what would be a tip that you'd give to someone that's thinking about starting a course so kind of a two-part question what was the hardest thing and then we'll go to the next question um the hardest thing for me definitely was being a perfectionist mm. like just trying to make sure that everything was perfect before launch at the time before launch so like i was sitting on the project for a very long time like i've been wanting to launch a course for like over a year just a notebook full of ideas and um yeah that would be the hardest part and I'm really afraid of the camera. So it was really hard for me to even record the videos. And I'm not in my particular course, you can't even see me. <laughs> and I was just so nervous, like listening to myself, like sitting in my apartment alone, you'd think like 10,000 people were there. So just like <laughs> overcoming that fear and trying to be perfect was the hardest. So I'm actually going to dive deep a little bit into that question. You said you had a notebook of like notes and stuff like that. And I always tell people on a, a lot of my coaching calls and a lot of the podcasts, you only have to be one to two steps in front of the person you're teaching and one to two steps behind the first person you're following. So when you took that information and just kind of put it into a, put it into a course, um, you know, how hard was it to kind of sift and sort? I mean, I know a lot of people have huge notebooks of, of training and if they just take that little notebook and disseminate it to, to their, their audience, they can create a course. Like how hard was it to sift and sort to that? Cause you already had the framework of the, of the process. Yeah, that's so true. The notebook was the framework for sure. But what happened, um, what I had to really do was just guide myself through the process. So like what I teach, I just put myself back into more of like um, the learning process, like mm. as a student, like I did have to do beta testing. Like when I did the first course, it was too advanced. So I got a lot of mm. feedback from the people that didn't have any experience. And then I was able to add way more videos to the course because I got that feedback of how to simplify things. So like w one thing that you would say is like kind of, beta test like a core group um, mm -hmm. and then get some feedback from them. And that, and that would be an easy way to kind of adjust the course. Like, like we have a course right now and we're doing the same thing. Like it keeps evolving and getting better. So what would be like your, um, what would be like your super tip? Like one tip that you would give to the audience that's thinking about doing a course. Cause people all want to, they all want to do a course and they all want to sell a course, but it's like, they don't know where to start or they they're super nervous. Kind of like, like, I can't believe that you're nervous on camera. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous on camera guys, just so you know, everybody that's listening, every time that I get on a podcast or every time you see all of us that are publishing or doing videos or anything like that, we get the same thing inside our little, <laughs> our stomach, our chest, we get the butterflies. We're like, are we going to be good today or what? So just know done is the new perfect. 
So just remember that guys, done is the new perfect. So what would be like the tip that you would give someone that really wants to start a course that is maybe getting in their own way or, you know, whatever the, the, the tip that you think would help somebody kind of get to that next level of launching their course? I mean, honestly, I feel like what helped me is trying to stop being like other people and like really dialing in and figuring out the knowledge that I had that could help somebody. And once I figured it out, how I could really like give someone else value and you kind of touched on it. it, it can kind of hold you back, like limiting beliefs, thinking like maybe you're not a good leader or maybe you don't know enough to teach somebody. But like, if you do know a little bit more than the person trying to learn, then you can you can lead and you can create a course. Like it was so mind blowing to me, like all of the messages that I get from people of, of how much, like it, to me, it, it seems like I'm giving them so much value. And I, I didn't recognize that at first, you know, like I really, I, I really think if you're helping people and you're not worried about all the numbers and this, that, and the other, that the rest just falls into place. Yeah, the core offer really does fall into place. And, you know, I just want to kind of, kind of disarm the audience and let them know that what we think is easy, like, like you just said, what we think is easy is super hard for 80% of the people out there. So just know that, like, if you can get on stage or you can teach a course or you can do something with a chat bot or you can do something with this or that, 80% of the people out there are like, that's way over my head. So learn to teach that. And when you learn to teach that, that's how you create your course. And, and it's, it really niches into to what you're doing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this because you're a perfectionist and I have a lot of perfectionist friends. What was, um, what was like the epiphany you had when you were like, okay, just upload. Okay, just <laughs> upload. Like, what was it when you were like, because I'm sure you did like three or four takes or whatever. Once you got the flow going, like after like the fourth video, I'm sure you were just like, okay, I got this next one, next one, next one. What, what was it that in, in your head, in your mindset that said, oh, this is, I, I'm golden, I'm good, I'm good where I'm at. What was it? Because a lot of the audience, I'm sure sits there and records on their, on, even on Facebook Live, they're like, no, that's not good. I'm not gonna do that one. No, that's not good. You know, what, what was your epiphany? What was your like, I got it. I, I figured it out. Was it somebody somebody said or what was it? It's funny you asked that. The first time I ever actually hit upload when I was learning how to use Loom, I literally recorded like 90 times. <laughs> and I like I gave up and I was like, stop trying to be perfect. Like just put it out there. You can always fix it later. And I since then been told that a lot. And I just a lot of times have to let it go and just put it out. And then you'll start getting good feedback and you're like, oh, it was, it was just fine. You know? Yeah. So. That's the funny thing. You're your biggest critic. It's like you put it up there and you're like, that's not how it was supposed to go. But even when you're speaking, uh, you know, on stage or speaking in front of any camera, most people, they don't know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Only you know what it's supposed to look like. And nine times out of 10, if you can deliver the message in a way that they can understand it, it's like perfect. That's perfect. I just clicked on whatever you told me to do and, and everything worked perfect. So yeah, guys, just remember that. It's like she got over the being a perfectionist and 
knew that she was del delivering value, delivering content that could help people. And, uh, you know, the audience took it in and gave her feedback saying that it was awesome. So guys, just remember that. Don't, don't like, don't like 90 takes. Oh my goodness. That's a lot. I'm not exaggerating. It told, it, it told me. I mean, it was like over, it was like over days. It was the first video I ever uploaded to YouTube. It was like a presentation. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> now, when you do a video, when you're, when you're doing a video, how many takes does it take? A couple. Yeah. I like, like test the audio and then I go with it. <laughs> and <laughs> there has like, to be like a pretty huge mistake for me to like not use it. I, I like, like on this podcast, I always tell people we're one take Jake. That's it. Like, I learned <laughs> that from, I learned that from uh, one of my, the guys that was on the interview, his name was Corey Benshop. And he goes, dude, done is the new perfect. And we're one take Jake, just let it go. And I'm like, all right, uh, I'll do it. I'll keep it. Uh, you, I'll keep doing that. So, <laughs> So I'm going to jump into the next question. So I like what you said about being authentic and kind of helping people and then really just, you know, getting over the perfect. That, those are some huge nuggets for the audience. If you're taking notes, just take notes on that. You do not have to be perfect to get it done. I mean, there's just so many ways that you can build a course where you don't have to be exactly perfect. And like she said, she can go back and edit it later on. Like if she gets feedback, like, oh, that wasn't bad. She can literally upload another video and insert it back into the course. So get it done. That's the key. Take Jake, get it done. So you've been in the entrepreneur space for, well, you've been in network marketing for 10 years. What would be the one thing that you would have told yourself 10 years ago before you signed the, the before you clicked upload or clicked whatever on the, the first application on all of your network marketing experience? What would be the one thing you would have told yourself that would increase the speed of your business today? So one thing I would have told myself is just because you like the product doesn't mean you have to rep it. <laughs> you gotta find the business that like aligns with you. That's what I've learned, so. You know, as you get into network marketing, you notice that it's like, it's not a, it's not a, a emotional decision that you love the product, it's a business decision. And when people decide on a product because it's just the product, it's, it's tough because you fall in love with the product. It's like going to shop for a car. You don't ever wanna fall in love with the car because then you're always gonna go back to, to that car. So, I mean, th that is a huge, that right there is a huge nugget. Don't fall in love with the product. Fall in love with being able to apply the business like a business. Yeah. Wow. The business, the mentors, you just got to look at it from a different perspective because, and it, it's also made it a lot easier for me to tell people no, because I get um, prospect all the time and mm -hmm. I'll just be like, you know, that's not right for me. I love the product. I'd love to buy it from you, but from a business perspective, no thanks. And, and honestly, on the other side of that, the person that's prospecting you probably respects that so much more because one, they're either going to get a customer, which is what they want anyways, or, you know, they're going to get a no, which is, I, I always told people that a fast no is better than a dragged out maybe. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you going to order it? Yeah, that's cool. You can be a customer or no, I'm good. I, I, it's not going to work for me. So, you know, I just no like is... that. I like to just say that because otherwise you're going to bounce back and forth from company to company. People are going to be pulling you all different ways and you need to stay put where yeah. it's working. That's true. That is so true. That is so true. So um, 
I know we want to just kind of touch on this, but um, guys, if you haven't seen the course that she's done, the course is phenomenal, but she's launching something new and it's still not ready. But um, I'm just going to ask you, what are you currently working on? You don't have to kind of touch on it. I mean, we don't have to go into it, but what are you currently working on? And I'm actually going to set it up, guys. So there'll be a waiting room. So when she launches, you guys will be the first to know. It's going to be at www.burnfulmarketing.com forward slash Sasha. And it's S-A-C-H-A. So um, we'll, we'll put a little waiting room together. So that way she can get a hold of you guys when she launches. But give me a little idea or uh, yeah. <laughs> like... It, it, it's very service-based, actually. It's, it's something that my heart is really being tugged at. Um, it's a way to spread, kind of spread love on social media because social media has really become kind of all about us. Mm. And there's a lot of people hurting. And I'm in a little, it's, it's, it's really DL, but I'm really, really excited about it. And I think it's going to just, you know, have a really good effect in the social media space. So. so guys, if you're not watching this video, because uh, I would probably won't upload it to YouTube for a while, but if you're not watching this video, I'm just going to tell you right now that her face, you can tell that it's something that tugs at her heart that means so much. So like I said, we'll put a little waiting room for you. So if you want to learn more about Sasha, we're going to put a link to her Facebook page, but we'll also put like a little link for a waiting room so she can get a hold of you once it's ready. Because like I said, guys, if she can, I can just tell if she can just touch one person and make a difference. Um, she's just, just going to help so many more people. So, wow. So we went from courses to what you're about to launch to, you know, a little bit about you second generation network marketer. So I always ask everybody this as the final question. And I want you to kind of think about it. I think you, you kind of have an idea. I call it the mic drop question. The mic drop phrase. Basically, you are on the biggest stage accepting the biggest award in whatever industry you want. If it's network marketing, if it's marketing, if it's whatever, you're on the stage. You got to keynote. There's a hundred thousand people that are about to get up from the chair and leave. When they leave the stage, what's the one phrase or question, one phrase or concept? that you want them to remember Sasha Swift by? That is so tough. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to answer that. Um. Guys, it's so funny. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to answer the questions before the interview started. But yeah, why didn't you give me the questions before? <laughs> uh, can you rephrase it to, okay. just to remember me by? So whatever concept like you live by, whatever concept you do, like, like there's, there's, there's been some, like Justin Prince said, you know, be a consumer. I mean, don't be a consumer of content, be a producer of content. Sarah Zel um, Tony and Sarah Zalecki basically just said, like, I would just go do it. And there's just, just there's like so many people that, that have said like, um, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of their mantra, like what they say, it's like, what was the mic drop saying that you do? Like just done. Like I'm done talking, done. Like this is what they're going to remember me by. I feel like I'm going to have to go work on that. Like I, I, I haven't, I'm just so on the spot. 
So it's all good. We will, we will, we will again. <laughs> I just. <laughs> You will have one. You will have. No, one. I'm going to have one tomorrow. Now <laughs> you are going to have one tomorrow. You're going to be like, can you edit this in? And I will. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just I'm on the spot. You got me. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's good. So okay, then we'll ask another. I'll ask. Another, <laughs> I'll ask another question. So in your business right now, um, the 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 Swift Legion. What is your goal for your client or your student? What's the goal for your client or student? And what does your client avatar look like? Well, my goal for my students is just really to be able to, you know, build their business from home, you know, and I launched during COVID are a lot of the people in the company that I'm in. In my course, I have like some, some older people. So I'm teaching people that this is very foreign to, and they, they got stuck at home. They couldn't reach out you know, their friends and family were sick and tired of their messages. So like my goal is just to help people grow their business without, you know, bugging their friends and family. I know a lot of people have that same type of niche, but like, it's, I think it's crucial. So. And one thing that you do is you do ads, which is a little bit different, which is really niched down from a little bit from what a lot of other people are talking about. Cause you know, a lot of people are talking about paid ad and, you know, acquiring customers without paid ads. And what I like about your course is you actually say, you know, Facebook will give you or, you know, the, the traffic will come if you're doing paid ads, if you're doing, doing it correctly. So what would be like a tip that you would give somebody that's like, I got some money that I want to run to paid ads. Um, I'm doing network marketing. So I know that's kind of tough, but I'm doing something like that. And I'd love to run paid ads. What would be like your tip for them? Um, before they decided to like just run in because I did a course a while back and it says do not use the boost button. I don't use the boost button. <laughs> <laughs> That's two people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've paid for so many like paid ads courses. There's just so like it has a negative connotation paid ads. Mm -hmm. So I just I mean there's just you got to figure out the right way to do it and stop dumping your money and start out really little, test it out. And then when it starts working, you know, roll with it. So I don't know. So just start off small, kind of find an audience and then yeah. once you find the audience kind of pump a little bit more into it and then scale from there. That's what I teach. Yeah. So you guys totally from the heart, she totally knows what she's doing. So do you have any last words for the, uh, for the audience? I mean, this was, I, you did awesome. This is a no, great my interview. head's like spinning about my mic drop line. Mic it's like I need to be like alone and think about it. I'm gonna <laughs> it get a text tonight. That, it has midnight. to be perfect. That's why I can't answer it. <laughs> I'm gonna get a, a message at like midnight, and it's gonna be like, my mic drop question is this. <laughs> so, do you have any last things to say to the audience? I mean, we're gonna set up stuff, stuff so people can find you on Facebook. Uh, I always do that for all of my. Um, my guests uh, will also set up a waiting room. So once you launch, they'll be able to see what you're doing. And um, like I said, guys, if you would have seen her face when she said what she's talking about, you would be in line and clicking whatever she's gonna click. So just, just, be, just know that whatever she comes up with, it's truly from the heart and it's truly something that's gonna make a difference. So um, that's all I got. If you have any, do you have any last words for the audience? I'm speechless. I'm good. 
All right. Well, thank you guys. And hey, guys, like I said, always, always, always listen to the outro. We have a couple free things that we're giving away. In fact, we've got a, a headline machine that we're working on that, that you'll be able to get inside the, uh, uh, inside the outro. It's something that if you've ever, you know what? Just listen to the outro. Just listen to the outro. And we will see you on the next episode of Burnt Phone Marketing Radio. Thanks, guys. So what do you do for work? The question we as network marketers get all the time. And we know that we should be prepared for explaining network marketing to a stranger. The last thing you want to do is ruin it with the vibe of your pyramid thing, right? I get it. I've been there more than I wish to admit. Until I found this, a free way to make an elevator pitch into a super easy sentence to say. The perfect way to answer the dreaded, so what do you do for a living? It's super simple and it asks you four questions in less than three minutes and it'll spit out an amazing headline for you. So all you have to do is go to www.unlocktheheadlinemachine.com forward slash free. That's www.unlocktheheadlinemachine.com forward slash free. So take our free offer and enjoy your new headline.